0: There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Cologne. Dr. Cologne and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Cologne.
1: You're listening to Destination University. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. We're running a special series interviewing real teens with real dreams who have been admitted to college. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, author of the book, Be Committed, Get Admitted, and founder of Dream College Academy and College Essay Bootcamp. Wherever you are tuning in from, you are in for a superb treat today. Grab your beverage of choice and a notepad because you're going to need it. You're gonna hear from our star student today, Alexis. You're going to hear what Alexis did right, which is there's a lot, and maybe any regrets that she has, and she'll reveal where she's headed to her dream college. So without further ado, Alexis, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. And it's been a hot minute since we last talked and, you know, been able to see each other. So it's actually just nice to see you as well. I want to get started by sharing the good news. We like to lead with the good news. So without telling our viewers and listeners where you are attending, what your choice is, um, share with them a little bit, a range of the schools that you were admitted to. And then we'll sort of backtrack a little bit from there. Yeah. So in terms of
0: a range of where I was admitted, I was admitted to three Ivys, um, I was admitted to all five UC schools that I um, applied to, which was amazing. I was also admitted to other elite private schools, in, including Duke, Northwestern, and USC. And then as um, safety schools, because it's important to have that all-around list, I also got admitted to the uh, three Cal States that I applied to.
1: Oh my goodness, fabulous. Now, I got so excited for you to list your your uh, colleges, I forgot to say why don't you share where you're from, what's high school, and a little bit about your family?
0: Yeah, so I'm from Placentia, California, which is in Orange County. It's about, my city is about like 15 minutes away from Disneyland. And my, for, in terms of my family, I live with my um, mom, my dad, and my younger brother. And they've been super supportive of me. Um, I could go into a little bit more details about like my relationship with my family, um, if you'd like.
1: No, no, I I just want everybody to know, excuse me, I like everybody to know that we have campers from across the country, and you live right here in California um, and go to Placentia, or live in Placentia, and you have a younger brother. Tell us a little bit about your younger brother, because I know you wrote a little bit about him in one of your essays.
0: Yeah. So I go to El Dorado High School. Um, I'm a senior there, obviously. And my younger brother is currently a freshman at Valencia. And he's always just someone that, um, you know, we've always just had like a really close bond. And um, he looks up to me a lot, I feel like. And when, you know, we need each other, we're there for each other. And especially like through hard times, um, I've done what I can to help him. And, even when I struggle a little bit he's there to help me so we have like a very good relationship with each other even though we occasionally argue over (laughs) football teams but that's normal for any siblings
1: (laughs) oh I just one of the closures for those of you who are listening and watching Alexis and I started working together when she was a sophomore in in high school and 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 she also loves football and sports in general so that's something that we we really had in common so I love that Well, um, let's talk about what you did right because just based on where you were admitted in the list and you didn't even go into complete detail the entire list, but what did, what, looking back now, what did you do right? If you were to talk to, you know, give advice to your brother or to a a rising freshman or sophomore, what would you tell them to do? Um, Well, the
0: first thing I'd say that's pretty much a given is I took a hard uh, course load of classes. I took a lot of AP classes um, in high school, as many as I could handle. I think I took 10 AP and around eight honors classes and um, I got a 4.0 unweighted GPA all the way through now. Um, so I definitely think my grades were there. So I did that right. And then um, I also was very committed to the extracurriculars that I was in. So dance has been one of my biggest passions and I've been dancing since I was little. I started dancing at six and competing at nine and I've continued that passion through high school and that was really really something that I think colleges could see about me that I just put so much work and effort into something that I truly loved and was truly passionate about and I ended up becoming a two-time national champion um, with my high school dance team Uh, during my junior year we won two national titles so that was definitely an amazing success and just a showing of hard work being able to pay off if you just continue to do something you love um, and in addition to that i'm planning on becoming a lawyer and majoring in political science and I really showed a lot of initiative in terms of what I want to do. Um, in social science and political science, specifically, so I joined my school mock trial team and that team's very successful, in addition to that i'm also part of my school's law academy and I did a pretty prestigious summer program called Girls State, where um, it's one girl per school you have to interview in order to be invited to attend. And I interviewed um, alongside other girls in my school and uh, the girl state representatives picked me to be the one to represent my school. And then when I was there, I got to like form a mock government with a group of amazingly talented girls. And I got to actually be a state assembly representative because they elected me to do that there. So I excelled in girl state. And then in addition to that, I also showed a passion specifically for immigration law because my uh, dad immigrated to the United States as a young child. And I just really have a deep passion for immigration law in particular. So I also dove into that and did an internship in immigration law this past summer. And then I also did an immigration law podcast that I'm actually still in the editing phase for, but I did interview all the lawyers prior to um, applying to colleges. And that was a really um, rewarding experience for me to be able to learn so much about immigration law. And it really also showed my
1: passion for it. Wow, that's a lot to unpack, but if you listen really carefully, what I heard, um, and you should take notes on those of you who are listening and watching, um, there are three buckets, so there was the academic piece that Alexis really talked about, and I'll I'll say more about that in a second, and then the dance, I mean, two-time national champion, and that, the fact that you've been doing this since you were young, I think you said six, or Eight, eight, nine, um, so very young. And then the the third bucket is her interest in becoming an immigration immigration lawyer. But a lot of the co-curricular activities centered around that topic or that theme in some way, shape, or form. So that really was very obvious. Now, I really want to point out um, for everyone that, you know, Alexis started by saying she was admitted to three Ivy League schools and then uh, five elite private schools and then all of the top of uh, UC schools et cetera. So it's, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, and I think Alexis is a really great example of that. So thank you for sharing that, you know, that you that you took always took a challenging course curriculum. I remember, we would talk about, you know, what you were going to take and which APs and the honors um, and maintaining a straight 4.0 unweighted GPA is, is, um, is not easy to do. So, all of the components, all the pieces were there. Now, Alexis, I'm curious to know um, of all the things that you were involved in and things that you talked about, is there something that was particularly that you're particularly proud of or that you'll sort of always, you know, remember, you know, if, if you had to create your own 60 second sizzle reel, you know, what would, in, what would you include in that?
0: Yeah, well I would definitely include um, my course rigor and grades, but then I know that dance is actually something that a lot of the colleges noticed in me. Some of the colleges even like wrote, like my admissions officer would even write an email or a note to me and they would talk about how they really saw that um, dance was something I was passionate about and that it made me stand out a lot and that just doing something I love and putting a lot into it um, was really valuable. And then just also everything that I've done um with the law that i previously mentioned just kind of all encompassed into one just shows how passionate i am about the law and wanting to become a lawyer and really showing that i'm taking the steps toward that direction
1: now i want to see you compete and and it's no joke your team is no joke i mean really incredible dance and and i don't say that lightly cuz i go to a lot of student events and so that was really impressive to to see that um this uh, might be, I don't know if you have, I'm not sure that we've even ta- ever talked about this, but you know, this process is not for the faint of heart, it's not easy. And I think we, even when I work with private clients or campers or whatever, we always talk about you have to set yourself up to reach for the moon. And yep. sometimes you reach for the moon and you land on the star, sometimes it doesn't completely work out, but you try. And you, you have to know that, you know, anyone I've ever worked with, even those who've been admitted to top IVs, um, they're also denied somewhere. Um, so if you don't mind humbly sharing, if there's any regrets that you have or it's something that you wish you would have done differently or anything in the process, Um, Well, I'm actually what a person
0: to not really like enjoy living with regrets. I just think that everything happens for a reason in general, but I will admit to one thing in particular that I guess you could somewhat call a regret and somewhat just call like, you know, just being kind of a part of this stressful um college application process that can occasionally arise so um sometimes while i was writing like my college essays i would get really frustrated and sometimes even hit like kind of a writer's block or an idea block and just get really stumped on some essays and i was just kind of getting frustrated with myself and that was only like um Inhibiting me further so I really just feel like if I had just like trusted the process even more it would have been like even easier to just like get it done because I spent. Like hundreds of hours on my applications, which would have happened anyway, but it was definitely stressful because there were times when I doubted the quality of my writing, but I think trusting the process would have been good. And then also in the months um, between submitting my college applications and getting my decisions. I was very like nervous that whole time, even though there's like not much you could do about it at that point because you've already submitted the application and now you're just waiting it's just like that feeling of like stress and worry and especially after um, you know just just. Wondering oh I applied to the top schools i'm really wondering like if i'm actually going to be able to get in here, maybe I regret like the amount of like worry and stress I put myself under during those months, but I think it's just important to realize that. Um, you know you just take it one day at a time one step at a time and just try to keep your spirits up during those um, hard months of waiting mm-hmm. and know that hopefully you'll you'll you know get good results.
1: Well, oh my gosh, um, you're reminding me of uh, the Tom, one, the, one of my favorite essays of yours is the Tom Brady essay. Hey. <clears throat> and that came really late in the process. I, yeah. I don't know if it came like November, I, it came very late in the process. Yeah. And I do remember you having you know blockage and, and all of that, but you know that's all under the bridge. But you said, <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught what she just said. She said she spent hundreds of hours and this is one of the things I try to to tell and and somewhat explain to families that you just don't realize just how many hours it's going to take you. you they under I always feel like they underestimate by three times. Like whatever you think it's going to take, it's going to take at least three times that amount. So can you just expand on um, on that and how you would squeeze an hour here, an hour there, starting from the summer all the way through uh, January?
0: yeah so um i definitely would say that overall i spent at least 150 hours probably more than 200 hours just to start there Um, but part of that comes from applying to 22 schools just because like i said i applied to so many top schools that i just wanted to make sure i had like a wide range of places just to make sure i had many options open for myself Um, but more to break down the timeline now um I really started working on my college applications like intensely during the summer um, before my senior year I attended uh, your essay camp and that's when I got my first drafts of my essays done and I thought that that was definitely really helpful in putting me in the right direction and then after that I really uh started formulating like my common application and UC application like September October just Even if you can find like a couple hours um, on Saturdays and Sundays in the weekend in September, October, just like start plugging at it like then because you don't wanna like wait all the way until the end. And then, especially because I applied Early Action to a school by November 1st. I had to get um, my Common App stuff done by then. So I really just made college applications like almost like a part time job. It was like I was dedicating, especially in the last few weeks of October, I was dedicating almost as much time to college applications as I was for the homework for my five AP classes, which is a lot of homework, but you just really have to realize that you have, that like what you put in is what you get out. So you have to put a lot of time into it in order to get the best results. And then after the early action round um, happened, I had to apply for the UC application. So then I had to, then I like revised my essays during November for the UC application. And I actually had to fill out the UC application separately during November. So that took like another 50 hours during. November for the UC schools and then I actually worked a lot over my um, winter break in December to just really punch out like all the rest of the supplemental essays like the why us essays the extra like question essays for each private school that was due sometime in the first two weeks of January so really just dedicating a lot of time to it like pretty much as much time as you dedicate to homework um, will go a long way.
1: Yeah you're right it is a temporary part-time job and, um, you know, again, I, I don't think people believe believe us when we sort of say how, how long it's going to take and how many essays you're going to have to produce if you applied to a number of private schools. So you had, I remember Christmas break uh, going back and forth, um, you know, <clears throat> giving you some feedback on all those essays, but they were, I mean, each of those colleges, those private elite colleges that you applied to, I think on average had an extra three to four, some had more. essays. Yeah. Essay.
0: I'd say an average about of about three essays per college. And um definitely one trick to that would be like the essays that you write from the beginning. If you have similar prompts, then you should try to like just like reword them and rephrase them to like just fit that prompt that's only like slightly different if you can.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> I think it'd be interesting to, to go back and count how many actual topics you wrote because you wrote four uh, in camp, and then I know we, you know, we drafted and and crafted several, our, you know, from from what you needed. So I don't know, maybe maybe you had a total of eight, maybe ten. Then 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 you sort of reuse those again and again. Yeah, something like I'd that.
0: say that's pretty accurate. And then in addition to those eight to ten that I was able to reuse, I also had to write a lot of YS essays for a lot of the private schools that I couldn't reuse. So then there's even more on top of those eight to ten.
1: Mm-hmm. So much work! Oh my gosh, so much work. She's giving you some really good, um, good tips, everybody. So write those down. Uh, we're getting close to where you're going to reveal where you um, are choosing to go to school, but before that, what would you say were the top, you know, three or four core values? Like, what did what were you looking for in a college? Like, um, if you you know mapped out all of the colleges that you applied to, did they have a common theme or a common thread that you were looking for?
0: Yeah, well, I was definitely looking for somewhere that I looked like I would like really fit in. Definitely I wanted um, like there to be a good extracurricular scene and good campus life. And just like a place where I really felt like I was going to be a good part of that community. So I like really researched the schools to see if they had um, thing like clubs that I could join that I would really like want to be a part of and be enthusiastic about. And then I guess the probably one of the more important factors was I was looking for a school that was um, that would be very likely to be like a good way to get job opportunities in a way, like somewhere pretty prestigious. I don't know how how was the word it, but I was looking for a school that was going to be pretty prestigious and pretty rigorous. And I think that not only does that give you good opportunities for the future, but it's also just really enriching to have such a great education. And then I also was kind of looking into location as well because I didn't apply to very many colleges that were kind of like, not in a very big area, like at least most of the places I applied to were at least like um, mid-sized cities, most of them. So I definitely think location played a factor into it as well.
1: I think that's true for most Californians, especially those who live in Southern California. You know, we're used to sort of medium to large city. And so I think that's, that's pretty normal as well um i hear you know and uh i'm going to guess that one of the factors is that you were looking hopefully to continue your dance in some way as well yeah, yeah. i definitely yeah. when i
0: was mentioning extracurricular activities i definitely did look into the dance opportunities at every school and made sure that um i'd be able to do something dance related
1: Oh, fantastic. Okay, well, um, the time has come for you to reveal. And then when you, after you reveal, we'll sort of unpack sort of how you came to that decision and any kind of cool traditions that you love about your institution. So, okay, drum roll. All right, Alexis, share with the world where you're going. I will be going to
0: Yale. I'm super excited. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. So you can sit, share now, what, what are the three, you said you were, there were three Ivy's that you were admitted to, which were yes. the other? Uh, the other two were Cornell and uh, UPenn. Okay. This is fantastic. And she said earlier, a number of schools, including my alma mater, USC, um, <laughs> so a lot of great choices. And you worked incredibly hard. Alexis, to get to this point. So I just want to say my biggest congratulations and super proud of the woman that you've turned out to be and all that you've been able to do, because you never stopped dreaming of you. You had this goal and you just kept chipping away at it and just giving your best. I think you would have given your best, even if, you you know, you didn't have an Ivy League as your dream college. You know, I, I think that's just who you are. So, okay. So tell us how you made this decision did you go and visit did you you know are you on the dance team already what how did you choose
0: yeah so um after looking at all the schools I got admitted to five stood out to me a lot and those were Yale um Penn Cornell like I just mentioned and I was also really interested in UCLA and Northwestern um but ultimately I decided on Yale it just seemed like Like one of the first things I talked about was a good, just like campus community somewhere I felt like I would fit in and that had good extracurriculars and Yale really had all of that. I went to visit the campus um, this past summer and I remember going to the campus and thinking, wow, like I love Yale so much. And especially I know that they have like great political science there too. So I just think it would be really a good place where I would fit in well. They also just have a fun fact, a really cool housing system um, where sorted into a house um randomly when you're uh, when you arrive there and i think that that's just a really good way to build community and make friends and that was just a really intriguing unique aspect to yale i just felt like it was such a friendly environment like everyone just seemed so like welcoming and just wanting you to come there and it just seemed really like a friendly environment and I also just, like I said, really um, felt like the political science opportunities at Yale were absolutely stellar. And I know they have an absolutely amazing mock trial team. So I'm interested in probably joining that as well. And then in terms of dance, Yale does have a dance company. Unfortunately, they don't have a dance team, which is something like a dance team that actually like competes or does like sideline at football and basketball games and stuff like that. Unfortunately, they only have cheer. which was. A little bit of a downside, but that's okay compared to everything else that Yale has. It's so amazing. They at least have a dance company, so I'll be joining that for sure.
1: Well, two of my favorite students of all time uh, from back when I was first a college counselor at Marymount High School, Molly and Danielle, um, are both alumni. And so I, I always just felt like Yale and Brown and University of Notre Dame always seem to get it right with like just the good, kind, you know, warm hearted uh, people. So I yeah. think are going to be. good company there and I think there's there's one tradition I think that the end of the first semester freshman year I think there's a big banquet dinner or something for all the freshmen or something like that so you'll have to look into that and send me some photos (laughs) what are you most um looking forward to um I'm definitely
0: just looking forward to Um, like the lifelong friendships that I'll have with people at Yale. I really just think that the sense of community there is unparalleled. And I just really think that um, I'll just fit in there so much and just meet so many great people that I will just bond with so well. I'm just really looking forward to the people I'm gonna meet and the community I'm going to join. It seems like such a great place for me.
1: Uh, Alexis, you're gonna need a couple of coats and matching scarves (laughs) For sure. Sir. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, fantastic! This is so amazing, and what a great opportunity for you. So, hang tight. I'm going to do the closing of the of the show, and then we'll just wave goodbye to everybody. Okay? Oh my god! Did I tell you you were in for a treat, or what? I mean, Alexis is a bit of a unicorn, and so it's it's it takes. I think the biggest takeaway from Alexis today is really understanding that you cannot just wake up in the middle of senior year and think you can um, apply, successfully apply to really top colleges in the country. It really does take um, consistent effort along the way, uh, starting in freshman year, and then just kind of keep on chipping away and treating this as a part-time job, a temporary part-time job. So. Anyway, we thank Alexis for being with us today. Uh, she is courageous and strong, and all of her hard work has paid off. If you are watching and you want to learn more about the college application process or about Dream College Academy or College Essay Bootcamp, head on over to my website at drcynthiacolon.com. That's C-O-L-O-N is the last name. Or you can type in Destination University, the name of this podcast, .com. It will take you to the same place. And if Alexis has in any, any way fueled your confidence or helped to build your dreams in hell, could she not? Please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And if you're watching on YouTube, please, please hit subscribe. Parents, you can join us on Facebook and the group Destination University. Uh, it's open to all parents of all grade levels. That's all we have for you today, my dreamers. Welcome to Destination University family where dreams really do come true. Join us every week, same time, same place. Until then, wherever you are, may you have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now.
0: Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success.